Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, I'm Christina Wallace. And I'm Kate Scott Campbell. And you're listening to The Limit Does Not Exist. A podcast for human Venn diagrams. Coming at you every single Monday. And hosted by us. Exactly two years ago, you embarked on a very special summer, Christina. I did. And if you go back to episode six, The Struggle is Real, you can hear all about my decision to name that summer the Summer of Joy. Today, we're talking about the remarkable effects of that decision Mm -hmm. and why we're both naming this summer the Summer of Joy Reprise. Mm -hmm. We also discuss the magic of discovering and leaning into your superpower Mm -hmm. and revisit the phase of exploration that is essential for any creative endeavor. Yes, and in that spirit, we also have some news to share. We know we are going to have to just listen to find out, okay? Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm so excited. Let's just jump into the episode, shall we? Let's do it. Hi, Christina. Hey, Kate. I can see you. I know. I'm in studio. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> For the second time in the history of this podcast. Oh my gosh, the second time. The last time was episode 50. I have to get used to making eye contact with you. <laughs> what if we speak? It's a little distracting. It is. I, you also have piercing blue eyes. Oh, 
Thank you. <laughs> it can be hazel. It depends on uh, oh, my mood. Nice. Time mine of day. Are, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, mine are decidedly hazel, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on what I'm wearing. Um, yes, this is only... Uh, have you counted? This is which number that we are in the, in same, the same place? place? I don't think I have counted. We're still in single digits. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> maybe on to the second hand. Yeah. Maybe just one hand. Yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> I remember our very first episode in uh, Austin mm-hmm. when we were so crammed together. <laughs> we were like still getting to know each other and we were like just... Well, we Hi. were sharing a microphone. We were. We were sharing a microphone. And we had like the earphone splitter. <laughs> yes. And like paranoid about touching the table yeah, to yeah, make yeah. a sound. And <laughs> we did have the... We had the headphone splitter. I forgot yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Let's give some shout outs, shall we? I think it's time. I think it's time. We want to shout out to... Ireland. It, we have a lot of <laughs> listeners in yes. Ireland, in Dublin. Yes, we have discovered this recently, and we see you guys. We are so excited that you're listening. I mean, is it because we're both redheads, and I'm a Wallace, and you're a Campbell? <gasps> yes, please, please. I mean, Campbell <laughs> is technically Scottish. Well, so is Wallace, but I, oh. I feel like there, I mean, there could you know. be connections. I'm just saying. I am Irish. Part of me is Irish. Me too. We would love to know 7% of our <laughs> listeners who are in Dublin. Why do you like us? Please tell us. <laughs> well, okay. Also, we want to give you a shout out yes. because um, the the home to vote oh. uh, just movement a couple yes. of weeks ago where so many of you flew home from around the world in order to go home and repeal the Eighth Amendment, which bans abortion. Um, it was absolutely moving to watch. It was mm-hmm. moving to follow on Twitter. It was a a very uh, engaging Twitter hashtag for a while. I, I encourage you when you're feeling a little depressed to go and just check that out. The home to vote hashtag. It, it'll it'll give you good feelings. Yeah, you know, I I was so impressed by that. Continue to be. Uh, mm-hmm. It's inspiring for us all, especially with so many elections happening and mm-hmm. popping up. I know mine's in uh, a week. I think it's very inspiring. You know, and I was asking my mom actually. I was like telling her about our Irish listeners, and I was mm. like, why do you think? Do you do you see a correlation, mother? Um, you know, and she was really just started talking about the history of the country of Ireland mm-hmm. and all the sort of incredible uh, movements and mm-hmm. things that have happened there. And I'd like to think in some way that there is an appreciation for the spirit of our show, <laughs> which is chart your own course, mm-hmm. um, you know, and figure out what makes you you. Um, but anyway, that's yeah. just one uh, random theory. We'd love to hear it from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we see you, Irish listeners, yes. and uh, we thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for uh, you know fighting the good fight with Home to Vote, and absolutely, all the other stuff. Yes, um, we also have one of our former guests, Risa yeah. Puno, doing a really cool artist residency at the Kohler Art Center in Wisconsin. I've been following her on Instagram since she she headed out there a couple weeks ago, and it's absolutely fascinating. If you haven't been watching her, um, do it now. She is doing doing metalwork and like foundry work. I don't actually know how to turn that into a verb. Um, <laughs> where she's she's using cast iron and wax molds and like, uh, you know, uh, uh, resin bonded sand. It's absolutely fascinating. And she takes pictures and video of the the math, the equations, the oh. physics that are going into making these um, sculptures and this installation art. It's really exciting. There's some fire involved. Uh, she had to get a, a license to drive a forklift. I mean, oh my it's riveting. So 
So if you aren't following Risa Puno on Instagram, check it out um, and go check out her episode. It's uh, it's good times. Yes. Episode number nine, The Art of Play. Yes. And truly, truly, Risa talks about how much play there is in her work. It's really mm-hmm. incredible. There also are a lot of power tools and yeah. like really, really <laughs> badass pieces of equipment. In fact, I think that, that she uh, talked with us from her studio. I think so. In Brooklyn, yeah. I want to say. Um, that is also an episode where you can hear Christina Wallace singing a cappella. Very, with Risa. Yeah. Very, very much a treat. Very much a treat. Uh, I think that was also the episode where it was 7 a.m. my time. Yeah. And it was a, uh, it made the morning even better to hear you guys harmonizing. <laughs> well, it, it was fun. So last night we were um, in your house yes. listening to our very first episode <laughs> as we were prepping for this, episode 101. And, um, you know, we recorded that at like 7 in the morning yes. in Austin and like the, what, the fourth day of South by Southwest. Yeah. And our morning voices <laughs> are a little challenging. So intense. <laughs> And, and like at one point, I I think my voice breaks yes. like a prepubescent boy. <laughs> like, it, it does, it does, and I am just embedded in my vocal fry in yeah. such a real way. I think I had had about four and a half hours of sleep, mm-hmm. uh, as evidenced by that gold wristwatch tattoo. <laughs> it, there is a, a special brand of a terror, knowing that that is for for most of you listening, your entry point yes. to our show. <laughs> That's our most listened to episode by far because, <laughs> yeah. you know, we you discover a it's podcast, number one. you check out number one. Yeah. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> we might want to do a trailer that, like, instructs people to go to, you know, episode two or three. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, you know, it's so much fun. I love that episode so much mm-hmm. because there's just so much newness and mm-hmm. unknown there. Oh, my goodness. Which, we were making uh, it up as we went. We were. We were. And we're going to talk about that. In, in a little bit. Um, but before we talk about that, Christina, you have some news. I do. I do. So Chaz and I got engaged. <laughs> Love snaps happening for, right here. For longtime listeners, um, you may recall uh, when this show started, I was very single. Yes, you uh, were. You I were. believe I even hit up one of our guests to have his <laughs> wife, who's a matchmaker, maybe make me a match. Oh my gosh, Frank yes. Burbank. Yes, uh, Frank Burbank. Snakes on a podcast. Yes, episode number five, which is uh-huh. such a fun episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, very, very single at the beginning of this uh, this endeavor. And um, if you remember uh, episode six, the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. We were talking about our summers. We were we were naming our summers, and that was when I first had decided that it was going to be my summer of joy. Right. Um, and I, I mean, that was that episode was literally recorded a week before our first date. <gasps> Really? Yes. So I had... Was your date planned when we recorded the episode? I think so. Oh, my god! I think so. Wow. But I had made a a choice. You know, I'd been coming out of a really tough, like, six months. I had a number of deaths in my family. I had had just some frustration on Mm. the professional side. I was just... I was really kind of unhappy. Mm -hmm. And my instinct had always been, well, just do more. (laughs) Like, pick up more things. Try a, a master's in computer science. Go start a podcast. Like, do more 
more things so that you can feel accomplished and that will make you feel happy or worthy or whatever those mm-hmm. things were. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't really working. <laughs> I was I was still unhappy and also stressed out and had uh, no time to, to like to breathe. And mm-hmm. so I decided to do the opposite of my instincts um, and to use the Marie Kondo book, uh, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying oh, Up, right. but apply it instead of to my apartment, apply it to my calendar. And I made that choice of going after the summer of joy and only doing the things that brought me joy. And a direct result of that was my first date with Chaz and my you know decision to go to Bionic and kind of a number of really big changes that yeah. summer. Um, and it worked out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed at the, like, out of the gate date with Chaz. Well, yeah. But I also would like to think that, you know, the way that you showed up mm-hmm. to meet Chaz, yeah. you know, like, it, it, there was so much going on inside of you. And you had made this really powerful decision to just be in this very out of comfort zone mm-hmm. space well, and, and see what happened. I was specifically... M- making the affirmative choice of like, if this is great, I'm going to go for it. Mm. And if it's not great, I'm going to cut it off. Oh, right? right. And just like the the Condo. point of like, get it to yes or no faster, right? Just get to a decision and stop living in these limbos of like, well, it's not amazing, but it's not terrible. How do you think you were able to, because I think part of that that a lot of people experience is like not knowing if it's great or if it's that, yeah, by that I point. I feel like you know, right? You've got a spidey sense. I yeah. think for many of us, it's certainly true for me. There's always a notion of like, well, it's not great, but I could see how it could be better. Oh my God. So maybe if AKA I just, my 20s. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jobs, relationships, friendships, yeah. apartments, all oh of the above. God. All of the We're above. like, I see if I put in enough work, I could fix it. Yes. Right? I, yes. Could, I could figure out how to make it what I want it to be <sighs> rather than seeing it for what it is. Yeah. And I think I just made the decision that summer of like, I'm going to actually just see things for what they are. Mm. And if what they are isn't what works for me... Like, no judgment on them. I'm just going to not put in more work to fix that. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to look yes. for the things that actually fit. And yeah. I think it is no coincidence that, like, my first date with Chaz and meeting David Kidder, the CEO of Bionic, happened within weeks of each other. Wow. And, like, both of them just fundamentally, like, took my life on a very different course over the last two years. Mm. So... I think, I mean, if you want a, a perfect example of uh, of why my partnership with Chaz just works so well. Yes, please. Um, other than listening to the episode where we had him on, Dating a Human Man Oh my diagram, gosh, I had one. a delightful <laughs> time. Chaz, if you're listening, I hope you are, future husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a delightful time on that episode. Uh, it, it's, uh, <laughs> we, we decided to get married um, a, a couple of, of weeks ago, months ago, I guess at this point, um, after having talked about this for like six months, right? We were mm. actively like, like, is this something we want? How do we go forward? What are the things that we need to discuss or work through or, you know, talk about to feel like we're in a good place um, to make this decision? And uh, this particular Saturday morning, we had sat down to to work through some financial planning. And we spent three hours at the kitchen table. Uh, he had made some breakfast, uh, as he always does. And then we started working through. We, I found a worksheet online, a four-stage worksheet. 
worksheet. Oh my gosh, um, I need this worksheet. I'll send it to you. <laughs> uh, that starts with things like your debt and your credit scores and like how much you have. And then it leads you into questions of like, what are your earliest memories of money? And how do you, how, what do you value? Like, mm. what are you willing to splurge on? What do you just want the, the good enough, right? The Did basics. you also have mimosas while you were doing this? I feel like that might have helped. No, <laughs> totally sober. Just a little bit of coffee. I'm so impressed. I know. And LaCroix. There was some seltzer. Oh, great. Lovely. Um, and we were just, we were walking through this and kind of putting in the work of defining like, what what kind of life do we want? What are the choices and the trade-offs that we want to make when it comes to money? Um, and you know, we started building this financial model that has like a month by month cash flow for the, for the first three years and then an annual estimate for another like seven years after that. So to give us a sense of like, based on what we say we want, do we have the resources to get there? Right. And like how much discipline or what kind of trade-offs will we have to make in order to, to go that direction? Mm. Right. It's not like a, this is exactly what we're going to budget for the next 10 years. It was just like, do we have an understanding of what it will take to build the life that we we think we want to have. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the end of this, he just turns to me and says, so shall we pick a date? Oh, my God. And I said, well, I've been holding these two weekends in October. Do either of them work for you? (laughs) And I think, you know, I've I've had you been holding them for a potential wedding. Yeah. Well, because I knew it it was on the horizon. We've been talking about it and my schedule fills up. There are many things (laughs) happening in Q4. And so I just I wanted to hold a couple of dates. Yeah. that worked for me. Yeah. Um, and it just, it was a perfect, I think for me, I, I told this story to a couple of my mentees who are like 24 and they were absolutely aghast. They're like, that is the least romantic <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> One of them even cried a tear. She's like this, I just wanted a knee and a ring. And I was like, that's not what I want oh, though. Let's define romance first and foremost. <laughs> that is a very subjective word. Uh, true. But I was like, what's romantic for me is the partnership and the mm-hmm. work, right? Mm-hmm. And the commitment to both showing up up and deciding that like we are we're proactively choosing this partnership and this life and the work that's going to be required to get there mm-hmm. um and that's the most romantic thing of all to me like yeah. it's not that hard to get on a knee and like buy a couple of flowers no i think it's a lot harder to say like we're in this together and we're going to show up and do the work every day well i think also something just occurred to me which is that there is something that feels truly romantic to me about that commitment. You guys are really doing this real commitment. And I don't mean that just in the sense of, you know, the commitment of marriage. I mean, in the active commitment of talking about your future, Mm -hmm. building that future. What Mm -hmm. does that look like? Um, It just occurred to me that that really feels deeply romantic to me. And I think that there is something so powerful about that coming from, you know, my point of view as someone Mm who, uh, has dated a lot of people, uh, has tried a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. When you really look at someone and look at a thing and go, oh, there's really something here mm-hmm. and I'm going to do the work for that. Yeah. Like, well, romance think, in action. <laughs> I think in particular <laughs> as two human Venn diagrams yeah. who, you know, our lives could take a lot of zigzags. Exactly. Right? We have a lot of different places we could go. Mm-hmm. Building a life with another human Venn diagram requires, I think, a lot more communication around like how are we going to make those zigs and zags together Yeah, with the acknowledgement that there will be some sacrifices or trade-offs or we're going to prioritize your zig and not mine at this right at this moment because it's not just you know you have this very predictable life and we've chosen this town and we're going to buy this house and like I can Mm -hmm. see the next 10 years clearly Mm -hmm. like part of this decision started from like what's your vision of your career yeah where 
where does that geographically land you and, yeah. and us? And yeah. like, are we both looking at the future in a similar way, mm. knowing that we have so many things in our lives and so many things that we need and want to be happy? Yeah. Um, it, I think it just requires more proactive planning and conversation mm-hmm. than, you know, a, a straightforward kind of career path or a, a future. And so, yeah. um, so there you go, guys. Happy endings or something. <laughs> <laughs> Another book title that you could that you could really use at some point. Happy endings or something. I mean, it's crazy. So you have some news too. You you've like just yeah. wrapped up uh, yes. a big a big uh, chunk of work. Yes, yes, I have. I have just I just closed my run um, in the Sunday Company at the Groundlings, which is very exciting. Congratulations! Thank you so much. You know, it really closed a year of. Of uh, writing and performing, and six solid months of doing a, a, a brand new show every week. Mm-hmm. So writing and performing in a brand new show every week. Um, I had my first weekend like two weeks ago in a year, <laughs> and it was. Did so... you just like not leave your couch? <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of that. That when I did Rosie and Shadow ca- just like climbed on top of oh you. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> just the best. Not not being not weighing enough to be true. Right, Gravity right. blankets, but like there was an effect all the same um you know ross and i walked to uh get coffee (laughs) this is the thing that people do on their weekends and then we looked across the street and i was reminded that there is a farmer's market in our neighborhood oh my goodness and we got flowers and apples and i was just having the most weekend (laughs) i was weekending the f out of my weekend as i said well done thank you so much you know it was really really uh it was really valuable i was so struck by and this is really along the theme of your summer of joy, giving mm-hmm. yourself the space mm-hmm. that you needed. I had been feeling that very deeply, really for a couple of months, you know, and and I feel like oftentimes in life, it's like, if we close something, there seems to be a tendency to say like, oh, I'm so glad I'm done with that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think that there's a total both and at play. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so grateful to have had this year really of a sprint. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so growth giving in so many ways that mm-hmm. I'm still honestly discovering mm-hmm. and I think we'll continue to and so at once I feel so grateful and so grateful for being <laughs> at this point you know it really is this like win-win yeah. situation that's yeah. how I've been explaining it to the people who are close to me in my life and you know I, I was really struck by Caesar Kuriyama's episode mm-hmm. number 95 one second every day mm-hmm. which um, we had very recently mm-hmm. in which which he said, you know, I knew that I wanted to figure out what I was going to do next, but I knew that I didn't have the space to do it. Yeah. So I was just going to give myself the space to mm-hmm. be able to do the thinking, the tinkering, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it sounds so silly, Christina, but that is like the hardest thing, you know, it really like, is. I know you get this, mm-hmm. like just to give myself the permission to futz around my house for a day. <laughs> my soul has been really, like you said, we always know right like my soul has been powering me to do that and it's been so wonderful like i i finally watched the great british baking show (laughs) i mean you know i'm still which is a delight which is a total delight it also makes me realize how much i don't know about baking oh my gosh (laughs) i can do fourth i know and i 
literally, like, while I was watching it, I was like, I need to go. I ran to Trader Joe's and got some lemon tarts just to to eat with my watching experience. I was like, this is actually, this is even even more of a delight. Um, but, you know, I'm still, like, from the outset, I'm mm-hmm. still working and there's lots of other things always, right? right. But my version of that uh, is what feels really right for me. And my version of that is just having some extra space right yeah. now and being so grateful for the blank canvas, which um, is not probably always going to be blank and that's okay but grateful for like the blank corner of the canvas Mm -hmm. and I think having come from such a time of so many deliverables and such Mm -hmm. an intense time of production it makes me even more grateful for the choice to open up some space Mm -hmm. and to take the pressure off of myself for a second um, to figure out what the next move is because what I've learned is is that when we are the resource in our work I know Mm -hmm. we talked about this before Mm -hmm. we need Need those times of well filling. Yes. Otherwise, the well is empty. It reminds me of our one year anniversary episode, um, Explore, Experiment, Execute. Yes. Episode 35, where we talked about like there are these different modes of doing work, right? Right. right. And that, you know, you and I have both been in this period of like execute, right? Mm-hmm. You're in it, you know what mm-hmm. you're doing. Every week you're putting up a new show. Every like yes. I'm finishing up a manuscript for a book with David Kidder, my CEO. Right. And it's just like, okay, finish line go. Yeah. And it can be um, easy when you reach that finish line to look around and say, ah, I have space. Let's find another thing to execute on. Mm-hmm. And I think both of us are feeling this desire of right now to say, no, I'm going to protect that space. Yeah. And instead, I'm going to shift to explore yes. mode, right? Yeah. And and the, the dabble and the futzing and the, mm-hmm. the exactly. I don't know what tinkering. this is, the tinkering, right? I don't know what this is. We're, Staring we're at the see. wall. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a very different way of being and working and creating. Mm. Uh, and you kind of have to do that mm-hmm. to discover what the next thing is you want to go execute on. Yes. And if you just stay in execution mode, um, you're never going to kind of open that aperture to see mm-hmm. where else might I mm-hmm. want to go, what else might I want to learn yeah. or, you know, dabble in. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we're both kind of looking at a summer and saying, we've been we've been executing for a while. Yes. Let's go explore yeah. this summer. Totally. And I had to kind of really look at myself uh, truthfully and admit that I am someone who gets a lot of value out of execution. Mm-hmm. And to say you are valuable as valuable and you're adding to your own personal value during these times of exploring and yeah. experimenting in mm-hmm. order to execute. Yeah. One of the gifts of doing this show has been the discovery of the power of seasons. Yeah. And when we really just embrace, oh, this is the season. And also I'm choosing that this is what the season is going to mean to me. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it chooses us. Sometimes we look at our life and go, oh, a lot of chapters are kind of closing or pressing pause right now. Mm -hmm. That is a gift. That's not something to run from. That's something to revel in. Exactly. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. So one of the things that I've been getting to do more of right now, Mm -hmm. being in this exploration period, is read. (laughs) It's no secret that we love reading on the show based on... Not a secret. (laughs) Our number one lightning round (laughs) question, hashtag book stack. Mm -hmm. Um, And the book that I mentioned in our last lightning round that I've been reading is called You Are a Dream by Guillaume Wolf, who's a professor at the Art Center College of Design in Pasadena, where you guys, if you listen to our last episode, episode 100, we discovered how many 
amazing creative talents <laughs> come like out of four out of five visual strategists <laughs> at, at JPL. JPL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All came from Art Center. So I've been loving reading this book. It's sort of all about the creative process. And one of the things that uh, I was recently reading is this idea of what is your superpower. Mm. And I mentioned this to you last night mm-hmm. because I'm so struck by the idea that your superpower is likely a thing that comes so easily to you mm-hmm. that you may not even notice what it is. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is looking at you going, oh my gosh. How do you Christine? do that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> How does she do it? Mm-hmm. And you're like, do what? Right. This thing that is easy? Yeah. And I think when we are able to have people mirror that for us, it's so helpful, mm-hmm. right? And so this reminded you of something that you yeah. had read. So literally just a few days ago um, in HBR, Whitney Johnson wrote an article that says, why talented people don't use their strengths. Oh and it was about how, you know, experts have long said, you know, you should play to your strengths. Um, and uh, she was saying, based on her observations, that's easier said than done, not because it's hard necessarily to identify what we're good at, but it's because we undervalue what we do inherently well. Right. And that, you know, you think about superpowers, which she uses that term, as things that we do effortlessly, almost reflexively, right? Mm. Like breathing. And <laughs> when someone identifies that, like a boss, and says, hey, I want you to do more of that, often, you know, overachievers like us, um, the <laughs> instinct is like, well, that's not hard. Give me a challenge. Yes. Right? Like, I want a, I want a growth challenge. I want, give me a stretch project, right? And um, it feels too easy, and so it must not be valuable. Mm-hmm. And instead, uh, you know, be able to not just identify, but actually acknowledge how your superpowers are valuable and, you know, revel in the fact that it's not that hard for you to do, right? Yes. Give yourself a little space to not always be struggling. Um, yes. And, you know, find find that um, value for yourself and saying like, huh, I am good at that. Awesome. Let's do more of that, um, which is yeah. a really... I think, important thing and also a challenging thing mm-hmm. for people who are always kind of like, I want to grow and stretch. Um, right, right. And it reminds me of, um, I think I wrote about this for Forbes, uh, that that period after my startup failed and I was mm. trying to figure out what to do next. Um, and I just couldn't see for myself yeah. what, I, what I was good at or what I should be doing or where I would fit in the world. And so instead of, you know, w- wandering around and writing journal entries and, and trying to <laughs> soul search, I just got out of the apartment and took people to coffee and asked them to tell me what my superpower was. Yes. Right? I was like, what do you come to me for? What am I better at than my peers? Because mm-hmm. I can't see it right now. And I think that's certainly one way, if you don't know your superpower, um, to have people reflect it back to you. Yeah. Um, and it, it, probably what they say back to you is going to resonate really clearly. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I do do that really well. Huh. Yeah. That's valuable? (laughs) Well, totally. I mean, I'm so struck today at at how much of, you know, what we talk about and think about uh, on our show really involves this just like shift in framing, the shift in thinking, right? right? To be able to say like, it it is not a sign of weakness to maximize and use something that I'm sort of naturally inclined to do. Mm -hmm. Like there is such a tendency to shine the light on the thing uh, that feels like more of a 
stretch. Right. And I think that there's so much value in that. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, you know, stretching in, in those ways can also help round out what your natural superpowers are. Sure. That's great. And, <laughs> and, you know, those things that we are really good at are also just these gifts that we have to give the world. Well, it's you know? like I, I remember being in a job um, uh, right out of business school where, you know, there was like this set of, of capabilities that, you know, you needed to check the box across mm-hmm. all these things. And um, in my first six months, I had checked the box very clearly on kind of client communications, public speaking, presentation skills. Mm-hmm. And they're like, great, you don't have to do that. We're going to make you learn all these other things for the next like five years. Um, and I was like, oh, uh, okay. I mean, I'm happy to learn all those other things, but like, I'm really good at this one thing right here. Yeah. And and I remember that one of the, the professional development coaches they brought in specifically pulled pulled me aside and said, look, you are exceptional at this. You need to find a job that lets you do that Mm. instead of spending the next however many years rounding out, right? And there's absolutely value in being a T-shaped person where you have that kind of breadth of skill at a minimum level across many different fields. But you also have that depth, that that specialization or that ability to really kind of home in on those one or two things that you have as a superpower. Mm-hmm. And I am so grateful that mm. he he made that explicit, that he gave me that permission to mm-hmm. say, yeah, it'd be great to learn all these other things. But mm-hmm. if this is what I'm great at, yeah, let's find a chance to do more of that. I think, why does it feel scary to be told our superpower sometimes or to embrace our superpower? I mean, when you look at the superhero movie narrative, right? (laughs) Most superheroes are at first terrified of their own power, you know, and there's something that's interesting about that. I mean, I remember the first time a director, when I was a kid, I was like Mm -hmm. 12, uh, talked to me about one of my superpowers. I went into the bathroom and cried. I mean, I just like Tell me. I mean, it was just this aspect I have as a performer Mm -hmm. where... He, I remember said to me, you know, he was like, what, what do you love doing? And I lied for some reason. Mm. And I was like, well, I, you know, really see myself doing this. And he's like, I really think this is something that you, you know, you just have this natural gift at. Mm -hmm. And I went into the bathroom and cried. (laughs) And I was talking actually about this with a, a teacher I had in grad school recently. And I was like, I don't know why I cried. And he said, he, he saw you because he saw you. Mm. And I think that's really rare. And sometimes it's scary because sometimes I think the thing that's our superpower is something that there might be a sense of vulnerability around, too. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's just there's also, I think, just a cathartic experience in owning something that you're good at. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I, I, I think <laughs> it's like a fascinating line of questioning. And I'd, I'd love to hear uh, other people's reactions to being told their superpower. So what do you think your superpower is, Kate? I or have one no of them. idea. What? <laughs> <laughs> that can't possibly be true. I, I don't know. I, I mean, no, it, it can't possibly be true. I, see, like, I get so like... <laughs> You're like visibly hey, uncomfortable right now. I know. I'm sweating. <laughs> I am sweating. I'm like holding my arms close to my sides so I don't reveal the pit stains to Christina. Um, I mean, I you know, I I don't know that I can articulate. I think I have a sense of it. And I think that people have articulated, you know, my superpower in different ways. But I don't think that I've really asked lately what my superpower is. I mean, I feel like you've got... Uh, a bit of a a project for your summer, Kate. <laughs> 
to go and take everyone you know out to coffee and ask them, what's my superpower? Oh my gosh, should I start right now? Christina, should <laughs> I ask could. you what you think my superpower is? Well, I mean, you, you very well could. Um, <laughs> the thing is, Kate, you have this ability, and you know we've done 101 episodes, and of them, probably 90 of them have been interviews, right? So yes. the, we've had some CNC episodes, but a bit, most of them have been interview-based. And you have this ability to kind of have a conversation with someone in a field you know literally nothing about. <laughs> and to not only just have a really interesting conversation with them, but to ask the questions that kind of uncover the next layer of mm. meaning or of insight in many ways for these people who who are interviewed all the time. And they say, no one's ever asked me that question, right? <laughs> like, or I've never, I've never had to think of it that way. And in doing so, you know, I think many times you're asking the question that people who know a little bit about the field would feel embarrassed to ask because they should, they should know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not the dumb question, so to say, but it's the question that everyone's like, well, obviously, of course, A goes to C. And you're like, but is there a B? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And I, I feel like that ability to not just have a conversation, but to follow the logic and to dig under some of the unstated assumptions or, or skips um, in completely unrelated fields that don't scare you at all is an incredible gift. Thank you so much, Christina. Welcome. I do have to say that I am obsessed with people's stories. I mean, I'm obsessed (laughs) with finding it out and discovering more about what drives people. And I think that's part of this, right? Because you're looking at these stories, not just from my, I'm interested in, in, you know, what you have to say as a listener, which you are. Yeah. But you have your your storyteller, your writer, your producer (laughs) hat on where you're like, walk me through that arc because there's a step you're skipping over. And if I were writing... (laughs) this movie or whatever this is like you're missing a piece of the motivation and I want to learn more about that and I think that that particular lens gives you that ability to be an incredible storyteller um, and you know just an incredible communicator and I think it's served you very well in this format and obviously in other formats as well thank you so much you're welcome I you know I really now that you are saying this to me I can look at moments in my life where for example one time I was at this dinner party and my friend Felina turned to me and she goes, that, how did you just do that? And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Do what? She's like, someone asked you about yourself and you just like seamlessly threw the focus back onto them. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I'd rather hear about their story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, you also are a master of the segue. So... <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you that that is not a superpower. The highest compliment that I've ever received. Christina, I know that you have talked with a lot of people about what Mm -hmm. your superpowers are. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to mirror back a superpower of yours that I see, that Mm -hmm. I am so inspired by. And the word that comes to mind is connector. Ooh. That you not only, and and what I mean by that is you are a connector of people, Mm. you are a connector connector of ideas. Mm -hmm. You're a connector of concepts in the sense that you can look at somebody and go, I know exactly who you should talk to and exactly who you should meet. (laughs) And you do it with such a generosity and joy Mm -hmm. that 
I feel like you just just being around you is to have your world expanded. Oh, it's really really exciting. Thank you. And I see you also do that with ideas. I mean, you were able to in our conversation. I think I might have touched on this a little bit in episode thirty eight with Brian Cooper writer improvising by design, where we talked about are you a pirate, a robot, or a ninja? <laughs> remember we were talking <laughs> yes, about that. Yes, I remember that. But you just have this ability to fuse concepts that would otherwise seem unrelated Mm. or take something and tie it to a bigger whole. You do that with people and you do that with thoughts. And it's just a really beautiful, holistic quality that you have. Thank you. Yeah. That's very sweet. (laughs) Well, it's true. Oh, my goodness. Um, We we have much more to talk about in this episode. (laughs) We do. But before we do, we want to give a shout out to one of our fantastic sponsors. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
You're listening to The Limit Does Not Exist with Christina Wallace and Kate Scott Campbell. So speaking of looking for space and time for exploration <laughs> yes. versus execution, we have some news yes, that we, do. That we want to share. Um, so we are taking a break after yeah. this episode of The Limit Does Not Exist. Um, longtime listeners might recall season one was 12 episodes long. Um, it turns out season two became 89 episodes. <laughs> and, really great programming there. <laughs> and after two years of weekly shows, we need a bit of a breather guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) we we want to just take a step back and find kind of new ways to evolve this thing that we love and that we believe in and and this community that's come around it so um so what does this mean for you dear listeners well (laughs) great question um first it is the perfect time for you to catch up on all 101 episodes um, or any fraction that you might have missed if you if you start (laughs) on episode one and then skip to like 82 um understandable yeah but go back and take a listen there's a lot of great stuff in there. Um, and if you don't know where to get your your fix, all of our episodes, all of our show notes, they're at uh, humanvindiagram.com. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you can also follow both of us on social media. Uh, I'm at CM Walla mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. Kate is at Campbell Kate yes. uh, on both platforms. We will probably put a pause on our uh, Admiral Hopper Twitter for a while. We'll still keep an eye on it. We're just not going to be tweeting that often. So, right. um, so find us on the socials while we take a breather. Uh, and you know we're gonna we're gonna come back in I don't know at some point yeah. with something different and yeah. it's gonna be awesome exactly <laughs> exactly I mean what's so incredible Christina is that you know the limit does not exist really started as an experiment it totally did so this is the experiment <laughs> part of that execute explore experiment yeah explore experiment execute I that's think it's the that. order yeah that makes sense yeah based on everything that we've been talking about but I mean it really did and I know that we were uh, you know razzing ourselves about episode one <laughs> earlier but I love that episode so much mm-hmm. because there is such a purity of experimentation yes. I mean recently Christina I was cleaning out my desk you you hopefully didn't see that last night but you know it's like the worst before it gets better thing yes. there's just piles Everywhere. of things yep. um, but in in those piles I found our original uh, notes for that first episode <gasps> really? which we hand From the wrote yes <laughs> on like a little a little the bar pad hot- yes <laughs> yeah I was like it wasn't a cocktail napkin but the next close this thing, yeah, like this yeah, little yeah. notepad, <laughs> um, yeah, with the, the from the Driscoll Hotel in in Austin, um, and it was just so great to see because mm-hmm. you know it's this kind of thing where if we had um, you know kind of treated the limit does not exist at first as trying to find this perfect mm-hmm. right as we know that word is mm-hmm. pretty useless in creative endeavors <laughs> for the most part, yeah. but trying to find this shiny finished product from the get go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we would have had as much fun or had the evolution that we can now look back and go, oh, my gosh, this experiment showed us that there is really something here. Mm -hmm. And that's so exciting. And what that means is we have some really exciting exploration to do again. Exactly. I think um, to your point, I mean, every everyone who works in tech knows that if you're not embarrassed by the first version of what you put out, that you waited too late to put it out. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a very common phrase. Very comforting. Just get it out there. Mm -hmm. And 
mm-hmm. you know you're going to like blush at it later when you're like, oh my God, did I really <laughs> put that out there? Um, and, you know, I felt that a little bit listening to episode one last night. I think our tagline was for people who don't fit in boxes yeah. <laughs> because we hadn't come up with human Venn diagram We, had not. we um, had not. And, you know, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that's the first episode everyone listens to. But there's something to you, you know, to your point that was so joyous and kind of honest about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we made a ton of assumptions from the very beginning, mm-hmm. right? We, mm-hmm. we did, let's do an hour long show. Let's do an interview based show that we're going to sprinkle in some CNC episodes along the way, right? Right. And we, we kind of set some parameters for what this experiment would look like. And we have executed on that for 101 episodes. Yeah. And I think part of what we are looking to do with the show is to go back and re-examine some of those assumptions. Yes. Does it have to be an hour? Does it have to be a new guest every week? Does it right. have to be like this interview based format? Or are there other kind of parameters that we can put in place that would kind of take it to the next level in terms of our creativity? So I think there's so much about, you know, these two years that have been incredible to experiment with. And um, one of my favorite parts about the whole thing was having you along f- oh for gosh. the ride, right? We, yes. we joked about this in the last episode that yeah. when invited to JPL, always bring a friend. <laughs> and I feel like that's true in any experiment, right? Yes. When, when Forbes reached out and said, you know, Christina, do you want to do a podcast? I said, yes, but can I bring a friend, right? Can mm-hmm. we make this Christina and Kate? Yeah. Um, and I think so much of this has succeeded based on having a partner mm-hmm. in, in this whole thing. I mm-hmm. think that's the crux of, of why we've made it two plus years. So, yes. um, so yeah, let's, let's go run more experiments. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I think that, you know, a big question that we've kind of taken down in a lot of ways on our show is, you know, what is it that I, that I want to do? Mm-hmm. What is it that I want? Who, who am I? What I mean by taking it down is taking down that question in the traditional sense, which to me for many years looked like sitting around and thinking. Thinking. Exactly. Just sitting around and thinking about some mysterious end product mm-hmm. and trying to visualize or craft what that would be without being on the road that would reveal what that is, Mm -hmm. right? And so what's so powerful about the idea of experimenting is there's a looseness to it Mm -hmm. and there's a joy to it. And like you said, it's even better when you bring along a friend, Uh, right? Uh, And and you grow together. And to have someone to to mesh with, right? And to bounce ideas off of. You can only have so much inspiration between you, a table, and a wall, right? Oh my gosh. A thousand To have a partner with you like it just sparks so many so many more you know opportunities and and diagonals than you would ever come up with on your own yeah yeah no and that has been one of the the greatest discoveries of doing Mm -hmm. this with you is to just discover how how lucky i feel Mm -hmm. at at how great our partnership is it's very very exciting um something else that you know will really help us and that i would love to hear from you guys listening during this time of exploration is is feedback absolutely feel free please send us an email at humanventdiagram.com there's a little contact form there mm-hmm. tweet at us um we will definitely go into admiral hopper periodically <laughs> if we're not actively posting and mm-hmm. and see messages and and mentions yeah. and mentions that you've sent to us because we'd love to hear from you what do you love what do you want to see more of mm-hmm. our conversations raised in your mind mm-hmm. uh it would be really really fun for us to hear and what decisions actions projects have you taken up yes because of this yes. we would love to hear what kind of impact this has had yes um yes. but i i can't help but look back on on this whole 
experiment and think about what are some of the things that we put in place to make it even possible to do this as a weekly show, right? Oh we gosh. live on opposite coasts. Yes. We are very busy people with lots of other things in our lives. Yeah. And we've both gone through a ton of changes yeah. in th- those two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and realizing that some of the design choices, mm-hmm. um, like this is a podcast, uh, not a web series, right? right? So we right. don't have to be in the same geographic location. Right. Um, we have been able to record through Skype with a tiny little, you know, podcast <laughs> microphone. So I've been able to take it with me on all of my business trips. Oh and my gosh. We were we were just thinking back of like literally all the places that we have recorded from. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, we need to do a roll call here. <laughs> <laughs> what I think Milwaukee, Traverse City, St. Louis, Turks and Caicos. I totally forgot about yeah, Turks that and was uh, Mr. Naji's episode. Oh my gosh. Uh, Vancouver from Ted, Providence, yes. our live show at Brown. Yes. I've called in from business trips, Washington, D.C., and Atlanta and Miami, San Antonio, where I was giving a talk, oh Nashville, where my family lives. You've called in from San Francisco. Yes. I've called in from San Francisco. Yes, yes. Uh, Chicago, obviously Austin. Yes. And, you know, you've called in from various locations around L.A., oh which are gosh. effectively different different <laughs> cities. Yes, based on L.A. geography and the L.A. <laughs> mindset. Definitely Los Feliz, Beverly Hills, Century City, our KPCC live show. Yep. These are all very different geographical <laughs> locations. But because of this, because of that flexibility, we've been able to keep this going mm. in a way that I think other you know projects would have been really hard to sustain. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of as we think about great experiments are like what are the what are the design choices you can put in to right. make it possible to keep running it right and yes. to, to keep iterating on it. And uh, you know I'm a big fan of podcasts for for making this possible that we could have this conversation on a weekly basis. Oh my gosh, me too. It really is nothing short of miraculous. And um, I think you know the takeaway for this sort of experimental mentality mm-hmm. is like you said, Christina, that you can set controls and parameters and then you totally have the freedom mm-hmm. to re-examine, reshape, redesign, rebuild. Exactly. And that's so exciting. And the only way to get the information you need to do those things is to just do something. Exactly. And, you know, enjoy the ride. <laughs> so, you know, I'm declaring this the summer of joy reprise. I am too. <laughs> I'm just going to get on that boat with you. (laughs) Apparently it's a boat and we're in an ocean somewhere. (laughs) So with that in mind, Kate, I think it might be time for our last lightning round, at least for now. lightning round. (laughs) I'm going to just lean into that for now. I like it. I mean, I, the thing I love about the lightning round, we just created this in episode two. And we really mistitled it. We did. That's true. The branding has not been on, on point. Uh, I think we've done it every episode since. I think we've done it so every episode. So this makes episode. our 100th lightning round. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's really incredible. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like that we've just been very loose with our definition of the word lightning. lightning. Yep. Yeah. So um, here we go. First question, Kate. What are you reading or we're listening to right now. Oh my gosh. I am continuing to read the book that I mentioned uh, by Guillaume Wolf, You Are a Dream. That's been wonderful. And Christina, for the first time in a year, I have started to read fiction again. <gasps> just like a great, what? cozy novel. <laughs> what are you reading? This particular novel is called The Little Paris Bookshop. It's by Nina George. <sighs> and it's really this story of this 
bookshop owner who runs this uh, bookshop that is also, speaking of boats, like a little barge in the Seine <laughs> in Paris. And it's just like delicious and delightful and an ode to books and only the kind of thing I would ever read if I had decided that I would give myself space to yeah. read it. Oh, that's awesome. I will <laughs> add that to my really summer fun. reading list. Yes, it's a perfect summer read. It's a great little like late night before you fall asleep yeah. read. You um, know what I mean? Amazing. <laughs> Christina, what are you reading right now? So I am thrilled that this is my this is my last lightning round book answer. Um, it's called No One Tells You This. It's a memoir Ooh. by my dear friend, Glynis McNichol. It doesn't oh, come out till yes. July 10th, so I got an, an early uh, access to it. But um, pre-order it on Amazon. This is an incredible memoir of her 40th year. It sort of spans the one year uh, where she turned 40 and was basically looking ahead, you know, unmarried, no kids, um, has, you know, family responsibilities with her mom and her, her sister and just was sort of looking at this future that doesn't look like what all of the other stories tell us women's adulthood looks like. Oh, wow. And um, decided that she was going to write a, a version of her life that worked for her. I love and, that. And, you know, that this year takes her to a dude ranch in Wyoming. It takes her up to Canada, where she's from, and she's, you know, with her sister and, and dealing with her mom and, and some illness there. Mm. And just she is this boldlessly rewriting what um, what stories can look like for women who don't choose marriage and children. Um, it is a beautiful memoir. You will laugh. You will cry. You will read it in one sitting. And uh, wow. you should add it to your, your book list. July 10th. Oh, my gosh. I remember meeting Glynis in Austin That's right. right before we recorded our first episode. <laughs> I cannot wait to yes, check it out. It's, so good. Sounds fantastic. Um, Kate, question two. What's the last thing that made you cry tears of joy? Well, I mentioned this earlier, and uh, I'm going to mention it again. The finale of season one of The Great British <laughs> Baking Show. <laughs> Christina, I was like, have I gone soft? I I have. Who? How am many I? lemon tarts were you in at this point? <laughs> All of them. All of them. Okay, so this could be a sugar-induced crying spell. I think it definitely was, <laughs> but it was the thing that really got me is that I, I don't think this is a spoiler alert, but in the finale, there's you know only a few amateur bakers. These mm-hmm. are amateur, quote unquote, amateur bakers who right. are incredible at what they do, mm-hmm. um, who are competing on this show, but they just you know, without telling me, <laughs> the editors did this entire montage sort of of their lives mm. of each of them. And as we talked about earlier, I just am so moved by by stories mm-hmm. and seeing the kind of choices that these people had made and the sacrifices. Uh, and, and honestly, the time that they had given themselves to do this passion of theirs, mm-hmm. in addition to everything else, just made the tears fall. <laughs> So anyway, uh, highly recommended. Marvelous. Um, Christina, what was the last thing that made you cry tears of joy? Oh, I mean, so Stacey Abrams winning the Democratic primary for governor in Georgia. Oh. Right? I mean, uh, between that and home to vote, I've had a, a yes. very like emotional couple of weeks on the yeah. political front. Yeah. Um, she is the first black woman to be nominated by a major party for governor. Incredible. Ever. Um, Mind-blowing and, she and She's also a human Venn diagram. I've met her. I donated to her. Oh my campaign gosh, she she wrote romance novels she's what? like this successful romance novelist while being a state senator in georgia oh my gosh. um and she's this amazing multi-talented woman wow who has 
decided to answer the call for public service and, and you know, go after the governorship. And, you know, it's a long shot for a Democrat to win in Georgia. I get it. But I have hopes because she is amazing. That's so exciting. Yep. I'm, oh, my gosh. I'm a huge fan. Yes, Stacey um, Abrams. Which was also fun because the Democratic primary was the battle of two Stacys. Literally two women oh, named that's Stacey. Right. Yes. I was like, yes. This is... Midterms 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing me life. Yes, Stacy versus Stacy. I am so on board. Right? Um, That's a novel to write. Yes. Uh, Yes. Oh, my gosh. um, Kate, question three. Who is one guest you wish we had had on our show? Slash, we're going to try to book when we come back. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to just start this answer with a schmaltzy answer, which is, I mean, we are so lucky to have had the guests that we've had on our show. Amazing. You know, it's, it's one thing, you know, for people to say, oh, my gosh, you guys have had such great guests. These are guests that have all said yes to coming right. on our show. Right. And not only have they said yes, they have really just like honestly told their stories mm-hmm. and their paths. And so many of them were like cold emails. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we're just like, you don't know us, but do you want to be on our podcast? Exactly. It's like, he- here's who we are. And here are some links if yeah. you have time to look at them. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to shout out all of our guests who we've had so far. They're mm-hmm. all incredible. Um, if I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out. I'm going to just say Ava DuVernay. Ah, yeah. Because she is such a fabulous example of someone who had a whole career mm-hmm. before, you know, picking up a camera and making mm-hmm. her her first film when she was in her mid-30s. Um, you know, she worked in journalism. She covered the O.J. Simpson trial. Really? Yes. And then she had this whole career as a publicist oh, before wow. she became a filmmaker. And I just love hearing conversations with her as of late. Obviously, a Wrinkle in Time came out recently, so she's mm-hmm. been kind of doing the press rounds. Mm-hmm. But she has just been such a voice of um, taking down this notion that if you don't do something by a certain time of your life, you're not going to do right. it. And I just love that she's doing that. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that and doing our part in continuing to support that. Yeah. Right? I love that. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Ava, come hang out. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Christina? I mean, I think this... Sh- should be a no surprise to anyone. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Nadal. Yes. Um, yes. Scientist, <laughs> lawyer, brilliant human Venn diagram, uh, and, you know, the wife of Lynn Manuel Miranda. Sure? Um, she yeah. just uh, is a baller in so many levels. Yes. And I think she would be a great addition <laughs> to this show. So, Vanessa, yes. if you're listening, Vanessa, call us. Vamnet, we would love to have <laughs> you on. I think that Vanessa inspired Lynn to turn scientist into a verb. I you think were that's just scientisted, I think yeah, he said at one I point. Think so. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, please. Um, so, Kate, what is something that you're looking forward to doing with your Monday nights? This summer, since Monday is usually when we record. You know, I was thinking about that recently, and I I was sort of at first, like, doing what I've been doing lately, which is like, oh my gosh, allowing myself to just think about having space there, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I could really do anything. <laughs> I mean, The Bachelorette is back <laughs> on Monday nights. And honestly, a- as much as I have a sort of love-hate relationship... <laughs> With that show and that franchise, um, it's such a fun way to hang out with um, my dear friend Mel, who who has this amazing Instagram account called Not So Guilty TV, where she <laughs> just like live Instagrams the show and throws so much shade at it. Ooh, and she okay. always invites me to come along, and I'm never available. Right. Um, but right. I'm looking forward to just some couch time and yeah. doing some maybe fun comment.
and Terry on the show. Oh my god! Because because we can. Why yeah. not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I'm sure that in the next few weeks I will also come up with something you know far more substantial. Sure, sure. <laughs> Maybe baking. Yes. Ooh. Oh my gosh. The possibilities are endless. They really and are. All of these possibilities are are very valuable in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christina, what about you? So I I think we've talked about the wing on the show before. Yeah. yeah yes. So I, I have been a member of the wing now for I don't even know the women's how many club months. The that women's, started in exactly. New York now is expanding to many cities. Exactly. So this has been really fun. They have three locations in New York. They're adding a fourth soon. They just opened in D.C. They're adding L.A. I'm yeah. so excited for you to get to yes, see them. San Francisco, totally. Chicago. I mean, they're they're taking over the world. They really are. And um, you know, during the day, it's this fabulous kind of co-working space equivalent, but also has showers and like blow dryers in case you need to do your hair, which yes. I love. Yes. Um, but at night, they do this incredible programming, and they've had everyone from like Hillary Clinton to guests that have movies um, or television shows that are debuting. They did a big thing for Handmaid's Tale debut with Hulu. They have fantastic conversations and really just wonderful programming that I don't get to go to much. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm on the road and and doing the show. And so I've decided that Monday nights, summer, I'm going to go to the wing. I'm going to go see some good programming and learn about like the female spies during the Civil War. Because that's a thing they do. That is incredible. Incredible. Right? That is incredible. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh my gosh. I am so looking forward to that on your behalf. (laughs) Um, And I think we all know what our next question is. I think so. Which is one last shout out for a woman doing awesome things. Mm -hmm. So, Kate, who are we shouting out as uh, women doing awesome things? Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) we have a couple of women to shout out. Of course, we have so many women to shout out. But we want to give a special shout out to Christina Valletta Mm -hmm. at Forbes. Mm -hmm. And specifically, women at Forbes, Mm -hmm. um, which is such an incredible Space of programming. Christina's kind of been our fairy godmother, hasn't she? Has. She has. She's she's the one that came to us yes. uh, two and a half years ago. Well, specifically saying, came to you, yeah. I would say. Well, she said, <laughs> we're trying this thing called podcasts. Yeah. Do you want to be part of it? And mm. uh, it was just perfect timing and a perfect opportunity that um, became this this amazing project. And yeah. so just huge thanks to Christina and to the Women at Forbes team for yeah. taking a chance on us and kind of letting us build this thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and not blinking an eye when we said we were going to name our show after a Mean Girls reference <laughs> and a calculus term. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you, Christina Valletta. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a goddess and we are so grateful to have you in our corner. Absolutely. We also have to give a shout out to New Mama and our matchmaker, Rachel Axler. Rachel Axler. Who is the first person to kind of say, hey, you're both weird math theater people. You should know each other. (laughs) Totally. A a, a thousand percent. Rachel is an incredible human Venn diagram in her own right. She's an amazing musician. And of course, she's an incredible comedy writer. Mm -hmm. Um, She most recently has written on Veep. She just, Rachel's the kind of person that anything she touches or creates, I want to read, hear, Mm -hmm. watch, all of the above. Yes, she is also Arienta. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that, uh, on your first trip out to LA, which I have now learned was your first time in LA. That is true. Two plus years ago, mm-hmm. when you and Rachel and I all got juices, it was really the start of something special. It was. <laughs> it really was. It really was. <laughs> and, you know, because it's our last uh, episode for now, we want to give a bonus shout out to Tina Fey for... <laughs> 
<laughs> making Mean Girls because without yes, you, Tina, this entire uh, limit does not exist. <sighs> riff with Katie Heron and the math team would not be. And you know yeah. what? I am thrilled that Mean Girls has been turned into a musical Yes, on Broadway. Ugh. I am going to see it two days after this episode airs. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. Dragon Chaz. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am probably going to weep some tears of joy during the Limit Does Not Exist scene on Broadway. Oh. I, <laughs> my head is exploding with just the convergence of all of the things. Of all the things. Yeah, I you know I really don't think that I've embraced the fact that Tina Fey did pull such an incredible calculus phrase right. and put it right into a movie. And had she not done that, you're right, we might have glossed it over in calculus textbooks as we were searching for the title of the show. True story. <laughs> Thank I mean, you, Tina Fey. I know. It is hard to end this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So you know what? I think we should just keep talking. And Steve, do you just want to do a slow fade out? <laughs> I mean, it's probably the most appropriate way for us to go. Huge thanks to Podcast One and to Steve, our amazing producer, for sticking by us all yes. these episodes. And with that, I'll catch you next time. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. 
Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.